Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Clicking Balls. This is an AFL podcast in round two, all wrapped up. My name is Heath, and the first question I ask every week is your highlight of the week. So, Josh, have you got a highlight of the week past? Uh, I do, but it's not really football related. Um, Good Friday, you know, public holiday. Yes. Um, For non-Victorians, there was a bit of a stink in the local parliament. Uh, Just so it's not uh, biased, vote on some of the CFA shit. Some uh, people get cancer, they get looked after. Probably good stuff, but people are for it, against it, whatever. Um, so it comes to a vote. Uh, Labor think they've just got the numbers. So when one of the, I think it was a national senator, uh, senator or whatever, says, uh, I'm sick, I can't come in, can I have a pair? Which is where Labor sends one of their people out. Labor's gone, no, you're not a liberal, you're not the opposition, fuck off. So uh, it was, they had the advantage. Then uh, two of the liberal senators have gone, it's fucking disgrace we're working on... Uh, Good Friday. Um, I never even have my birthday on Good Friday when it falls on Good Friday. It's anti-religion against Christianity. It's blasphemy. It's everything, this, that, and the other. Yeah, right, eh? So they said, all right, we're not coming in, two of us. Can we have pairs? And Labor's going, okay, you can have a pair. So all this goes on. Past midnight, Good Friday starts. At about 2 a.m., whatever it is, they get to the vote. All of a sudden, those two guys pop up out of their office, come in, (laughs) vote against it, and it goes down 19 to 18. The fact that there is such a thing as a pairs... Anyway, to me, is absolute fucking bullshit. Because it's then you're representing party. You're not representing yourself. You've been elected to represent yourself, as far as I'm concerned. It, it's just it's advocating. Look, I don't have an opinion. This is my party's opinion, and that's good enough. And that's what, what happens with. Well, because your pairs, like you're there to vote. You're there. You you personally have been elected. Hmm. So, but you go no no no. My party says I'm not voting. Well, fuck off. Then don't don't be in parliament. You haven't got a vote anymore. Your party has a vote now. You don't have one. And if you're giving up your birthday for Good Friday, then I feel like yeah, you're probably not representing uh, any of the people in Australia anyway. Certainly not no the majority. No one will be like, shit, Easter. Guess my birthday's, birthday's tomorrow. this year. <laughs> no, you go, fucking A, I don't have to work on my birthday. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know how people uh, wouldn't want to celebrate their birthday if it's on a public holiday. Exactly. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm all for it. I know um, plenty of people that are like, uh, you know, their birthday's the day before Anzac Day. And they're like, awesome. Yes. <laughs> the day after, I never have to worry about it. That's for sure. And I mean, shit, it's Good Friday. They're getting double time. So. <laughs> well, I think they're getting double time no matter what time yeah. it is anyway. Brenton, you got a highlight from the week past? Yes. I was uh, really glad to see the cricket end. Um, to be honest, I've been <laughs> oh, sick God. of that shit. It's been brought on too long. And I feel like the person that um, I sort of like following on Twitter is Andrew Bogart have you ever seen right. his comments on it <laughs> yeah, he's, straight away he's I like, like Andrew Bogart media I'll give you a heads up I'm giving you till Tuesday after that I don't hear any fucking more about this shit <laughs> there's better shit in the world going on and it was spot on <laughs> people try to argue yeah. with him going well you know it's an important thing like, yeah and they can figure all the shit out by Tuesday after I, that I like that that's it mm. you, you're done I didn't see that that's great actually you, you've got till Tuesday yeah. then fuck off yeah. one angle they haven't talked about which I find surprising is how shit the cheating was like they still scored fucking tons of runs <laughs> yeah. 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 they weren't good, doing well <laughs> Yeah, and like, uh, and the thing is, I I think we could actually help with that because uh, I know I've mentioned it to Heath before that uh, if last they, week, in fact. Yeah, yes. if they want to talk about ball tampering, uh, old uh, old coach uh, Buck Rogers, he he made a a lifetime out of it. it was uh, quite accomplished, uh, getting a, a pocket knife out of the pocket and picking the grass seeds out of the seam, which happened to actually accidentally well, open the seam right I'm going to say the, the, there's two important parts to this that are really important though one was the ball was brand new so I hadn't even been <laughs> on the grass yet oh, there's, there's so, three factors second factor is the coach so you know he's 
on the ground. And the third factor, he's also on the ground as a coach because he's also the umpire. So it's pretty hard to get picked cheating when you're the umpire. But yeah. anyway. Uh, and, but mind you, when old uh, Uncle Ants took, uh, what was it, about 14 for eight? I think literally yeah. was. Yeah. yeah. So, I, mean, I, I think that puts him right up there with, uh, look, all I'm saying is you've got a year suspension, Davey Warner and uh, Stevie Smith. If you want to learn how to do it fucking properly, <laughs> I should take wickets. Yeah. I'll, I'll get buck on it. And uh, look, I'm just saying if Steve Smith can have a bowl again and suddenly gets figures of 14 <laughs> for 12, I reckon he's probably going to get picked again. I didn't like the, the backlash. You know, they're crying in the um, press conferences and that. And people say, oh, it's not genuine and stuff like that. Like, yep. Both of them are out about six to eight million bucks yeah. from this. I'd cry. I'd be fucking crying. Also, but, but the thing the only- is, you have everything on on any uh, internet channel and someone's saying it's not genuine. People yeah. get fucking shot in schools and they're like, oh, they yeah. weren't really there. That's not real. But what, um, I thought the opposite, what if the opposite happened? If they went the Charles Sonnen route, like, yep, I cheated, got yeah. caught. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> how, how well did that go down? I missed. I thought, I'd I, like it. I saw this funny tweet, it might have been reposted on Reddit or something, where someone said that uh, the person they feel most sorry for is Mitchell Stark, who for <laughs> three tests has generally thought he's was in Akram. <laughs> I, I, I think that was Mike Atherton that said was it. It was some of that. <laughs> it's a great tweet. It was, yeah. it was um, some real gold that come out of it. Um, all right, so we'll go into the footy then. We had the grand final rematch on Thursday night. Um, I've, I've come over to Thursday night football now. I, I kind of liked yeah. it. Yeah, yep. Um, but especially when there's a public holiday the next day. Yeah. Mm. Um, Adelaide get the job done uh, against the Tigers. It was a scrappy affair from the Tigers, but Adelaide seemed to be um, always in control. Yeah, you always feel like they're going to get there. And, uh, I mean, they ran away with it quite easily towards the end of that that quarter, the last quarter. And, I mean, but this is how it went last season. You don't really expect to go over to um, Adelaide Oval and be able to knock them off too often, too many times a season. Exactly. It was a six-goal win, but last time you went there was a 10-goal win, wasn't it? Yeah, I think you were up by eight in the first as well. So it's a big turn there. But, yeah, they had some some players back. Um, I feel like, uh, obviously, both sides aren't really, you know, trying to hit their straps at this point in time. They're just getting together and, you know, trying to figure out what they're plan's going to be this season but I mean for the Crows fans it's always good to get a win against the team of the beach in the finals for the Tigers it's always easier it when you've got a flag in the yeah. in the back pocket well for me like Dusty kicked five and got 25 possessions did anyone else turn up yeah it was, wasn't was a bad effort from him at all yeah yeah and I mean they got <coughs> Tigers got beaten all around the ground pretty much except I mean, for him yeah. except for Dusty I was disposals they couldn't get enough of the ball but to really make enough impact in, uh, in the first quarter Josh Jenkins was absolutely toweling up Rance yeah. I mean, and the ball delivery was good as well but yeah. he got in the right position he outmarked him he outmuscled him um, it made it look very very difficult for Rance yeah and they had plenty of the ball coming into their 452 they smashed yeah. them inside 50s uh, so it's always really hard to be able to do that over the course of four quarters when they're getting that many looks at it uh, it was a good win for Adelaide, especially with the week they had and all the, the next leak about their <laughs> camp horrible or whatever it yeah. was up in bloody, um, I don't know, uh, uh, Guantanamo Bay or wherever yeah. they went. They should just have a Big Brother revival with Adelaide Footy Club and run with it. Yeah. Reality TV. Oh, I, I know that uh, I, I, the the Big Brother voice, you know, this is Big Brother. That can yep. be Michelangelo Rucci. Yeah. That'd be great. That'd just really drive it fucking home for him. <laughs> Funny part for me too, Matty Crouch, what, uh, he came off half-time, Yeah. <clears throat> don't know somewhere there um, Hammy I think right yeah um, still got more possessions than Townsend Castagna McIntosh oh, Grimes <laughs> some people Graham. on the ground don't get many t- touches I should have Rashudo's big brother <laughs> hey this is big brother hello <laughs> <laughs> this is big brother um, um, Tom Doty got Rising Star nod this round I believe didn't he he did Crows? yes round two Rising Star I was going to call it the Norwich Rising Star but it's the NAB yeah now, NAB now um, yeah he's another one that's sort of fit into a team that's got yeah, lots of stars in there and excelled. Yeah. Uh, I and I still think he's the second best um, young player they've got, and that Fogarty. Yeah. Um, yep. Although he got a fine for a, a late hit, and I'm glad it got a fine because um, it, it definitely wasn't a spoil, unless yeah. he's trying to spoil his kidneys. Yeah. Um, and well after the mark, um, and he got a fine, and Caddy took a week for. I thought he was a bit unlucky. Yeah, he got a bit high there. Um, he did get him across the chops, but. Yep. Yeah, definitely going for the ball. Probably a little bit soft on both ends, but no. And I think like Fogarty, he's he's only played one match. Is there much cash yet? Yeah. <laughs> well, he's got two now. So suspended fine or something. I say he's probably broke even for his first two games of <laughs> AFL footy. I don't know if the uh, the first timers get that much. Yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, Dodie uh, or Doday or however they Dode, pr- pronounce know, it. Dodie because it's way funnier. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, no, he's uh, he's had a good couple of weeks. Yeah. So he's got plenty of the ball yeah. floating across that back line. Yeah, Rory Laird also played well. Um, yeah, he's, 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 
enough possession for him. Touches. Yeah, yeah. Um, play a little Reuben roll across there. Um, so yeah, lots to like about that Adelaide squad. Um, but it's easier. I mean, there's still a lot of lot of problems that they're going to sort out. I think, um, especially off field, uh, getting people uh, that's fit and yeah, on that media. There's still a bit of a black shadow being falling around. Um, I think beating the the Tigers sort of relieves that pressure a little bit. Yeah, um, it's just one of those weeks ago. Okay, look, we've got it done. Now we can move on and, you know, the first win's on the board. It's only round two after all. Yeah. And the big Texan had a good uh, return, um, not playing in round one. Um, but a lot of the focus is on Eddie Betts. He's kept goalless again. Yep. Um, now, I did predict that this would be the year where he comes back to the pack a little bit. But I do think it's a little bit early to go on it. Yeah. Because um, yeah. they played two decent sides. <coughs> oh, he's, he's gone from S-class back to A-grade. Yeah. But uh, let's... We're not going to put a pin in him yet, but playing, he's, he's no longer a superstar. He's just a star. Well, I've got the Saints this week. and He could kick I, 10. I tell you what, yeah, put him down for five. But, yeah. Um, it, it could go as high as 10. But also with Jenkins playing so well up forward, it exactly. doesn't well, leave a lot of options for Eddie. Because he's like the well, when, they're, so. when they're clunking the marks, it's not yeah. coming to ground as often. And he's yeah. handballing a lot. Like, yeah. He had a, um, a, a set shot from right near the boundary line, and he handballed it straight yeah, off. He had 14 hand passes this game, so... Yeah. Okay, so it's like way more you expect from a little baller. Boomer so, Harvey's crying for him. Yeah. <laughs> it would not surprise me at all if he's got a slight foot injury that he's hiding. Yeah, um, entirely but, possible. Uh, actually, and he's going for screamers now instead. So maybe he's just bored of goal of the year. He's trying for market. <laughs> or maybe he wants to give everyone a head start rather yeah. than get it locked in in the first five rounds. Could be too. Could be too. Um, well, Parker's already yeah, he's, <laughs> he's put so. some good runs on the board there. Um, all right, let's go to Good Friday. Um, and the old uh, cliche is it's a game of two halves. And thank God for that, because that, I enjoyed hating on that first half more than I should have. <laughs> um, to the fact that at halftime, I was looking through Twitter, I just did all the, uh, yep. followed the hashtag, there were some rippers in there. And yep. that was what I enjoyed when I got, got out of it. Yeah, and um, you guys went to the game, didn't you? We did, yeah. Yeah, I heard that there's pretty unruly Saints fans. I thought it was just the Saints fans that we went to games with, but I heard the crowd <laughs> behaviour there was pretty, pretty shocking. There was a bit of a punch on. They were pretty hammered by the time they got into the stadium, I was, I was hearing. Well, that, oh, that's why, that. definitely why it's not a night game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you never used to be able to sell beer before midday at, on Good Friday. I swear. Juggies don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, this game was at four o'clock, though, so... Uh, no, he gives a few hours to get pissed, I suppose. Yeah. Have we told the listeners about Juggies yet? I think we mentioned it yeah. in one of the other... If you want to see the worst possible <laughs> uh, attempt at a well, bar ever. Actually, it's very good to bring it up during this game because, like I said, that first half was so bad that I enjoyed hating on it. Yeah, uh, Juggies Restaurant looks about the same standard. It so looks bad. Terrible. So if you know anything about Etihad Stadium, uh, when you follow over the bridge and walk down past the NAB building, uh, there's that, uh, what do you call it, like a, not a terrace. Food alley, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, so there's yeah, Nando's. and Anyway, if you follow those restaurants all the way down to the end, is a restaurant called Juggies, and it's J U G G I Z. Something like that, yeah. You find them on Facebook. You'll know when you when you reach it. Facebook page is yeah. a cracker. All I can it's say just, is it's, it's just jizz with a double G in between. <laughs> it, it's for people that think Hooters is a little bit too classy, <laughs> or expensive, or too no, highly no, budgeted. This, this place is still pretty expensive, and just looking at the, I haven't actually been in there, but their no, Facebook page was enough. Looking at the photos, of the food on there was fucking hilarious. I'm pretty sure one of them had a plastic plate with like a, a shitty barbecue on it. Yeah, literally. Oh, yeah, that like, was a, here's what we're doing for our staff members. I'm like, it was terrible. Really? Yeah. yeah. Undercooked lamb and some uh, out-of-the-bag salad. They put yeah. like primary school sports kennels to shame. Oh, goddamn. But having said that, I'm still going. I'm going to go at some stage. One day. Yeah, I want to do a live podcast for them. <laughs> Not <laughs> now. Great. Um, but Maybe if you get sponsored in corn cobs or something. Yeah. Um, but uh, beyond the first half, and I don't think we can say any more about it than it was terrible. Um, the second half... North were okay, and that was good enough. Yeah, yep. Well, I'm going to be honest, I didn't bother watching this game. Um, I just yeah, followed along online. That's all the effort I was going to put into my Good Friday. I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't pulling myself away from a lot of good beers to watch this shit. I, I think you pull them back a bit. North okay. They kicked Ben Brown alone got six goals in the yeah. second half. Yeah, they're okay. Uh, Saints were shithouse. Yeah. yeah, but... They were absolutely terrible. A 10-goal difference. Yes. You can't say it's just okay versus shit. It's like decent versus shit. Well, if it was decent, they would have kicked 20. That's how bad the Saints were. I mean, Jared Waite was playing behind the ball, and they picked him out better than anybody at Carlton's ever picked out Jared Waite. <laughs> yeah, in but his whole career, like it's it's easy to get uncontested marks, but to get to where you can take that mark is the skill. Yeah, but those ones who are standing still, 
He's like, oh, I'll stand here. Yeah, he ran to the right position. Yeah, he ran there five minutes earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was a couple of times the Saints uh, players called him and said, Jared, this way, mate. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, but uh, Benny Brown, um, he started off terribly. Uh, but once he, I think he got a couple of Joe the Goose in the goal squares, and then he was right. He was right as rain. Um, and uh, I counted 28 steps for his run-up. But once he got the first one, he was like, all right, now I'm in. I'm, I'm on here. I'm on for a good day. Yeah. And we ended up with six. Yeah, 6-1. Six, 6-1. One. Six, yeah. One. Yeah, it's not a bad return. Especially uh, after like a first quarter of, was it one goal kicked? Uh, two goals, yeah. 10. Both teams did at halftime. Wow. Yeah. It was, uh, the delivery into the forward 50 was shit and the delivery to the goal square was shit Yeah, uh, on both sides. But, you know, in terms of highlights of the Saints, there aren't any. No. Like, no. It, no. Honestly, they will try and forget about this. There is, um, fans won't let them. Media won't let them. They're in, no. they're in a bit of shit unless they come out firing against whoever they play next week. Adelaide. So. Oh shit! Yeah, all right. Good luck with that one. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, they will get a fucking pantsing. But they've always, like oh, everyone's already known that their back line is where they're suspect most. Yeah, and it seems like they've gone backwards yet again yeah. for another off season when no one's standing up and players who are good players are meant to be up forward are having to come back and help out, and which screws the whole game plan going forward. Um, and to be honest, I thought this is how shit North Melbourne would be. But yeah. I thought Saints, maybe they can start like keeping their head above water. No, nah, this is looking like another painful year for the Saints. But then you know that they can turn it around in like a month's time. Versus the Tigers. That's and, and, you know, they'll kick 80 points and a half yeah. against the yeah. Tigers. I think a big part of it too was uh, longer going down. Um, it didn't yeah. help. With Cunnington's fair knee to the cods. Yeah. Um, one of those incidents, but, geez, it was a full-fledged knee to the, to the nuts. Um, and you, you did notice that a little bit when he wasn't on the ground, like the, the structure for them broke down, but... I mean, you, you've got to plan for those things. They got, you know, they got memory. They got Bruce. They've got Carlisle. Even they yeah. can do the pickup, you mm-hmm. know, uh, as a spare ruckman or the the extra ruckman. Um, but uh, yeah, it just didn't really click for him at all. Um, Jed Anderson, I thought had a good game. He had his best one. Yeah, uh, in in North Colours. Um, yeah, yeah, probably right. Also, Benny Jacobs coming back. Yeah, he managed to do a bit of a towel up for. Um, I think it was on Steel actually. Uh, St- Stevens. Uh, no, he wasn't on Steven. Steel. Steel, okay. He was on, I'm pretty sure he was on Steel. Um, but either way, he, he got uh, 18 touches and a goal and had a, a nice goal, actually. Yeah, it was. Um, they all got around him. Yeah, fair enough, too. But, um, you know, in a, in a game that only really had uh, one quarter of good football yeah. and one quarter of just sealing the match, Yeah. Um, you know, Ben Brown was the highlight. Billy Hartung wasn't, wasn't embarrassed. Yeah, he's kicking still. He's kicking still a suspect, to, but to in the desired. second half it was decent. Um, and other than that, everyone will kind of just uh, move on with it. Yeah, it, I, I'm, it was it was lucky, but it, the downside of it as well is now, obviously, so much focus on a bad game means that the AFL is going to look at it and yeah. who plays on Good Friday. I mean, they haven't come out and said we're going to change it, but um, I think that they won't for next year. Yeah, but you, you can't do that again. Oh, I think they'll change. I don't think St Kilda will get the job next year. But that, that's it. Then if they go back to the Bulldogs or if they go to somebody else, that means they've changed it three times in three years. You know, yeah. well, Pick somebody. I think as long as there's a reason. And like we mentioned many times, I think yeah. North Carlton is the way to go. Um, yeah, because they bought the hospital. Yeah, and also you can have an event where people start at the hospital, get sponsored every 100 metres they walk oh, towards the ground or do something. something. End up so, at the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone goes back afterwards. <laughs> but you, know, you can actually involve the hospital directly. Um, and really bring that right into it. And I think yeah. you're adding Carlton, which is going to be more supporters, uh, even though they'll hopefully be on the up. But uh, we said that about St. Yeah. Kilda too, and they fucking aren't, or at least not so far. Um, but, you know, more money for charity, more involvement, more meaning to the game, more meaning to the teams involved. And hopefully a better crowd and a better TV. Because at the end of the day, that's what they're going to look at. Yeah, yeah, it has to be entertaining. Yep. Uh, what was the crowd there, do you remember? Uh, 30... 30- Thirty-four. Yeah, I think it was about thirty-four. Last year it was about forty-three. Yeah, yeah. So it's down to last year, but the Bulldogs are coming off a a flag. Hmm. Um, But yeah, it still was last year. Rewelts five hundred game. Whatever the fuck it was up to. Nah, not not this game. That was North. That was the the three hundred door. Right. Hats off for Rui. That might have been the year before. Yeah. All right. So that's leading us into Carlton, and uh, they got dished up by the Suns uh, with Big Tommy Lynch just having a bit of a day out. Yeah, um, it's a shame for uh, Liam Jones because he's had such a good year uh, on halfback last year, um, but they had you know Sam Rowe and others to play the the fullback, and he could play mm. the second on the, the second uh, key uh, forward. But now he's got to play on the number one key forward week in week out. Mm. Yeah, he's going to get found out a little bit because Weedering's not old enough to do it yet. 
No, he no. hasn't got that muscle behind him no. yet. Or experience. Yeah, yeah. And it's starting to look like it's starting to struggle, to be honest. Um, he hasn't was been a standout uh, for the last couple of weeks, so... Um, he's, I think they're depending too much on him. Yeah, it is a little bit. Uh, and, you know, uh, Doherty's obviously out for the year as well. So there was one experience down back, which he's yeah. not going to help with the high marking, but he sorts people out. Um, so they've lost that down there as well. But the effort from Jones is still there. You can still see his hunger for it. And he's not making dumb yeah. mistakes. He's just getting beaten. Well, I don't think he's ever lacked hunger. He's just lacked polish. He, yeah, he's made dumb mistakes. Yeah. Um, but he's one of the, the biggest uh, turnarounds that we've ever seen. Yeah. Really. He went from a punchline yeah. to punching the ball over the line and yeah. doing it at the right time. So if they picked All-Australian on half a season, he'd be in there. Hmm. Last year. <laughs> <laughs> Which isn't something you never would have said about him. No. But um, you're right. He's not. He's a handy backman in terms of the floating role and uh, the second up. But as a, a prime toe-to-toe or shoulder-to-shoulder backman, he's not there. No, not yet. And that's why uh, Tommy Lynch kicked eight. Yep. And yeah, it seems like they struggled in the middle as well. I mean, with no real clear ruckman. Um, uh, the, what's his name? Fucking... Yeah, Cruz is not there. Cruz is out. Yeah, you got a uh, fan favourite, um, Levi Casbolt, doing Do, the hit-outs. Do and bit. yeah, at least he got some, some hands on the ball. Because he only got seven posies apart from his hit-outs. Yeah. Uh, so it's always going to be a struggle and not really endear him to his fans. But yeah, there's, I mean... <laughs> They're still a young squad, but they should be doing a better fight than that against Gold Coast. They've got their moments, and that's what they're always going through. Like yeah. Charlie Curnow had a few moments again, you know, but yeah. it's just putting them together. It got me thinking about this too, because we said last week, you know, they've got the core of a great side. Yeah, you know, they're young stars and stuff like that. But we said this said this before about Carlton. You yeah, know, remember when they had and Murphy, they Gibbs, and Cruiser? Yep. And, you know, they had injuries in form and that, that now that yeah, you know, when, Gibbs is gone, Cruz is still injured, and Murphy's doing his best. Yeah, even Mentor had some good good games across half-back line. Yeah, yeah. So they had that core before, and they yeah. just couldn't get everything else around it. Yeah. So... If, I think if, they didn't get, rid of, of a, didn't get rid of enough Deadwood. They still had some real liabilities in key positions, which they didn't get rid well, of. Well, they brought in Malthouse as despite. Yeah. No, yeah. That didn't help, obviously, but, you know, we've been through that. Yeah, and Daisy Thomas was supposed to be the missing link. He has improved, but he's, he's he's never going to get back to his 2010 best. Well, yeah. he's improved to the level where he occasionally contributes. Yep. Instead of being utter liability. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, and I think the only reason they haven't dumped him is because they have to pay his contract out. Yeah. yeah well, well, I, th- I think he took a cut, didn't he? No, he, he, last year he uh, he fixed it up. So yeah. now it, uh, <laughs> he's actually getting what he's worth. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they still got like... <clears throat> well, this might have been a swap then. Thomas and Lynch might swap roles <laughs> next year. I still got hoping like Charlie Kernow, Matty Wright. Also, who's the young kid they brought in? Jared Garlett. Yeah. He's had a good start of the season. Um, so there is some hope there, but those kids are still going to have off games. Exactly, yeah. As long as Caswell's kicking less than 50%, they're not going to win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if you can, and that should be the bare minimum for yeah. a full forward. Um, but just quietly too, on the, the other side of the ledger though, the Suns, that's 2-0. Uh, and o. They're in the uh, top four. You know, mm-hmm. It's only after two rounds, but Stewie Jew, who would have thought? Yeah. Uh, undefeated coach of, uh, <laughs> of of the Gold Coast Suns. Admittedly, they've played, you know, uh, North, who a lot of people predicted for the wooden spoon, and yeah. Carlton, who a lot of people predicted to be bottom four. Yeah, but you can only beat who you're up against, can't you? Well, to That's be honest, it, Gold yeah. Coast would have been the talk of the spoon as well. Yeah, yeah, not far off it. Yep. Um, so they've overachieved but, already. I think yeah. uh, they, a good season for them would be maybe five or six wins. Yeah, I, I think so. But, so uh, to knock but, off almost half of them already. And they're playing good. They're playing good footy. Yeah. We don't fluke eight goals one, that's for sure. Yeah, exactly. And even Jared Lyons picked up 36, so they've still got some contributors there. I mean, there's always going to be talk about who's going to pick up the slack. Not pick up the slack, but who's going to be forced to actually do the work or you not be relying on him. And I feel like there's got lots of contributors that are filling in that gap. Well, and they've had a fair rehearsal. Um, yeah. It's not like Ablett's been in there week in, week out for the last couple of years anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and... But the thing is, too, they've got a fairly easy run until round six where they play Adelaide. That's when they start. Well, you say easy run, though. Um, they're doing travelling. Um, yeah. Because I think they've they've gone over to Perth now <laughs> and they're staying there for a week and a half. Yeah. Yeah, they go to Perth for Dockers and then West Coast the week after. Yeah. But then they're out of home for an extended period with Commonwealth Games, yeah? Well, that's yeah. now. Yeah. That's why that's they, they don't play at uh, <laughs> Where'd Metricon. Where'd you wear? Yeah. <laughs> they don't play a Metricon until like round nine or something like that. Yeah. I'll just inter- interest in Commonwealth Games as soon as Bobby Knuckles said he's not wrestling. Yeah. Me that too. for me. <sighs> I'm bitterly disappointed about that. Mm. But it makes sense. Mm. It does. I just would have liked to have seen him have a crack. Mm. All right, so on to the next one, which is uh, Collingwood and GWS, which was memorable in the first quarter for all the wrong reasons. 
Um, poor old, yeah, Broomhead Jesus wrapping his Christ. leg around. And look, nothing, was it? No. But you can see, like, there was rubber legs around that uh, around that um, goalpost, and everyone automatically brought up Anderson Silver. Yep, that's yeah. exactly what I was thinking. The worst part was is that um, I was at work, so I was sort of just following along here and there, and... Um, Someone said, oh, loads. someone's broken their leg. I'm like, what do you mean I've broken their leg? Oh, on the goalpost. I was like, I do not want to see that. Yeah. Just, but the thing is, the still was his, was still yeah, picture. Was he, his leg bent around the goalpost? The like, still, ah, you bastard. The still was worse than the vision. Yeah. Because the vision was so quick, you're like, yeah. oh, okay. Oh, he's not getting up. Yeah. And then you see in slow-mo all the still, you're like, okay, fuck that. Yeah, yeah so yep. stop posting that shit because yeah. I don't want to see it. Well, I was looking on the Reddit thread and they went, it reminds me of this one. I'm like, no, no, yeah, no, not no, clicking. no don't <laughs> need to see that. I've seen enough now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And, and then uh, Tom Scully went down. Um, and as yep. soon as he did, you go, yep, yeah, that, that looks broken as he well. He healed yeah. himself. It was yeah. his ankle, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So ankle fell underneath him and he twisted it but it, it's funny to say but at least it was just the ankle yeah, if yeah. it had have talked yeah. further if his knee wasn't bent it would have torn his knee yeah. um, a full heel hook uh, motion and he would have been cactus for possibly forever but it's still bad though I mean, it's bad um, what's his name uh, Troy Snell for Geelong he did something similar mm. once and he never played again Yeah, probably still can't walk without a limp yeah, Nathan but, Brown was never the same afterwards who's yeah, that Nathan Brown was never the same yeah, afterwards when he broke his leg yeah um, this is a good game, though. Um, it was for all four quarters, both teams still in it, and even the swing in the last quarter was, you know, what had still one team was going to take it, and Collingwood came out the gates well, but yeah, Jitter West had too much talent at the end of there. Yeah, there That's was, what it was, talent. Concerning word about it though was uh, Eddie said he's right behind Bucks, um, which we all know as soon as uh, Chairman says that about the coach. Yeah, except it's Eddie and Bucks. I know. Yeah. Normally yeah. that means we're we're about to stick the knives in, but uh, if yeah. you wanted to do that, as probably. Four or five seasons of opportunity. Usually, if they that. say we're right behind you, it's because they want to stick a knife in. Yeah. But with Bucks, with Eddie and Bucks, he could want to stick something else in. <laughs> you know, that's why he's right behind him. And, you know, then uh, Collingwood were two goals up in the final quarter. So yeah, yeah. they had the they were in the game, um, but they're running out of soldiers too because I think yeah. Darcy yeah. Moore went down um, as well. I think he's done a hammy. I'm not well, sure. Yeah, on so, all ends of the injury list. Yeah, like, so it's another season they're going into with bad injuries and. I mean, obviously, wrapping your leg around goalposts is an uh, anomaly, but a lot of other hammies and different things that yeah. well, seem yeah. to be... I don't know, there's got to be something to it. Well, it doesn't I think... have to be, it probably I, is. I know Moore, Elliot, and uh, who else is out? The whole forward line. Dugowie, um, yeah. uh, Jared Blair. Yeah. Um, yeah, all yeah. their forward line is pretty much gone. And kicking goals is their issue at the moment. Yeah, and on top of that, I mean, uh, Mason Cox is suspended as well. Not that yeah. he was a you know a great player or anything, but he was a bit of a liability the week before. But still, it's another one. Yeah. There's somebody else. Uh, on the good side of it, though, uh, Brody Grundy had a great game. Yeah, he's yeah. a superstar. Yeah, well, he's, he's, and he's only what twenty three. He's younger than you think. Yeah, is he really. Yeah. Shit, he's just a kid. He, he might be a year or so older than that, but no, no more. Um. Uh, I think his progression really has been very steady as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like he's had a breakout. He's just gradually got better year on year. Yeah, that's what I think as well. What you want from your big men. Yeah, and he's he's gone up against like the best and always held his own, which I think yeah. is the most important, and made them accountable around the ground. Um, he's a big, solid unit too, yeah. um, reliable. I mean, he hasn't broken down for a while, has he? He's he doesn't make dumb mistakes either, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is, for a ruckman, that's really one of the yeah. key, yeah. key he's points. He's not lazy as well, which is really good. Yeah. You know, he doesn't, he's not really a lumbering ruckman. And if he's uh, having a shot from 40 out, you've got fair, fair confidence in him. Yeah, yeah. Other opposed like other Ruckmans where you go, come on, handball it. Yeah. Somebody else. Anybody with you. Um, 
But uh, yeah, the, the the knives aren't out for Bucks yet, but uh, they play Carlton this week, so that'll be interesting. Yeah, if they don't get up against there, then definitely there's going to be a little bit of a murmur. Yep. Um, maybe not from the Collingwood faith, but everyone else will definitely be turning the thumbscrews to uh, get that ball rolling. Saturday night. Oh, Grundy's turning 24 next match. There you go. Oh, yeah. There you go. Uh, Brisbane Lions hosting Melbourne. Um, it's a bit annoyed me that there was a lot of focus before the game of Lewis versus Hodge. Because I thought, yeah. one, they played against each other before, but two... Those two players aren't the future of these two clubs. Yeah, yeah. And these clubs have good futures ahead yeah. of them. I mean, yeah, oh yeah, it's interesting, but it shouldn't have been focused on as much as it was. So. The least interesting matchup on the field, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, it was. Well, um, they didn't really match up. That's kind of yeah, the thing. Opposite ends of the field, pretty much. Um, just about. Um, but uh, Maxi Gorn came out and had a good one, um, which he needed after you know missing the, the, the big one last, last week. Yeah, yep. Um, but I thought, yeah, it was a good effort by both teams. Um, Brisbane had been one that haven't been able to put four quarters together. Um, they didn't give up. They came back, um, had lots of contributors. Um, also good to see, yeah, Melbourne actually getting to a well-oiled machine-like uh, efficiency. Still missing some players, so uh, I feel like they got lots of people that were stepping up when they needed it. And, yeah, you obviously, you always want to be able to beat Brisbane, but especially getting a win away from home. Yeah, um, very important these this early in the in the season. Well, especially they had a you know a draining affair the week before. Yeah. Um, so these are the ones where in the past you know Melbourne have slipped up. Yeah. Um, but you know it, it wasn't anything flash. It was a uh, four goals against last year's Wooden Spooners. Yeah. Good enough. Yeah. What so we should wants do. Me, Clayton Oliver, twenty-two contested possessions. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, That's pretty decent. Means he's around it a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. Means he's getting stuck. Eight in. tackles as well, so he's yeah he's still chasing it when he hasn't got it. Yeah, for a bloke that. Uh, <laughs> One of the most famous pictures of him is diving. Um, yeah. He's a hard bastard. <laughs> yeah. Well, being a red nut, you have to be. Well, yeah. Uh, it's genetic. Also, the, uh, Brisbane getting some return on Charlie Cameron, kicking three. He's done he's well. Happy there. Uh, yeah. He's done well both both weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's a he's a star. And, and I thought he was great at Adelaide last year too. He was really mm. improving um, uh, all season long, and oh. now he's uh, yeah probably feeling a bit more comfortable because he's close to family as well. Yep. Um, but there's more reliance on him um, in Brisbane than there was you know, back home. Yeah. He, he could yeah. be their leading goal kicker. Maybe that's by what, the end what of he year. needs. Um, wants to have that space and that freedom and that sort yeah. of focus on him. Yeah. He's always going to be sort of second and third in that forward line in Adelaide. Well, it goes Maybe both ways, doesn't it? It means like Eddie Betts is getting the best small defender. Yeah. He gets the second one. Yeah. Now he's probably going to get the best one, but um, yeah. he seems to be going right I so feel far. Like a play. You want those challenges. You know, you want to be yeah. going against the best, so. So yeah, metal sharpens metal. And, and I mean, shit. yeah, and Melbourne's got um, Hibbard down back. He was all Australian last year, so there's no yeah, slouches true. around him, even mm. if he's not playing on him all the time. Yep. Um, all right, we'll move on to Frio's first home game at the new Optus Stadium against Essendon, and put on a good show. Yeah. Honestly, much better than I thought they would. Yeah, me too. I, I tipped Essendon in in, in this one. I, I thought they'll uh, have all their uh, early season momentum, but um, Frio it wasn't all flash, but there was certainly a good grind. Oh, they just wouldn't be denied. Yeah. And uh, plenty of times I saw Fife run forward and take telling marks, like yep. pack marks with three or four around him. Uh, he was looking very good. Yeah. Um, he, he's still that 5% off um, off his absolute best, yep. which well, is scary if well, he yeah. gets that good. I mean, his absolute best is just spectacular. Yeah. Uh, he was a, a, a star player. He isn't at his superstar level, but he can get there this season. Um, big Joey Danaher kept very, very quiet. Um, looked slow and out yeah. of sorts. Yeah, which is, I mean... We were picking him as Coleman, weren't we? Him, no, I was, uh, Franklin's yeah. still Franklin. for mine, but yeah. um, certainly top three. Well, many people were, so I was interested yeah. to see him get held down by a freer defence that was also questionable, we thought, in the off-season. Um, yeah, inexperienced. Inexperienced, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's a good win for them. I think Danaher's overrated. I think if his name was John Smith, he wouldn't have been talked about the same way that he is. Yeah, I mean... Maybe I, that's controversial. I, 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 I agree. I just can't be fucked poking that argument. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait until, you know, wait until it's certain people can't go, see, I fucking told you he's like useless and he's well, kicked six, six in a oh, row he's for definitely not useless. five weeks. He's, he's obviously, his best is very good, but his worst is... Often. Yeah, and still far apart. And yeah. This is probably close to his worst. Yeah, and I was still expecting Aston to go over there and get a win um, after a big win last last week, was it? Last week? Yeah. Yeah, against Adelaide. Yeah. Home. Uh, yeah, but yeah, Frio pulled together. Um, good to see them give, give something back to their fans. I'm surprised they've, I mean, it's lucky there's only two teams in that town because <laughs> their fans will not be sticking around and working up the games. But yeah, it was good to see them put a win on the board. They're the first home winner, Optus, yep. is yep. that right? West yep. Coast haven't won there yet. They reckon it was the most hostile uh, environment for them because the, it's a full bowl. 
the uh, the voice and the crowd just really uh, reverberates. Yeah, right. Yeah. And uh, even the commentators are saying, you know, this is the most oppressive, just one-sided crowd they've ever been in. <laughs> they weren't there when Jitteress played Richard. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was uh, the the light show. Um, apparently, for those in attendance, was amazing. But mm. it looked terrible on on TV. But anyway, it's more about the people in attendance. Yeah, it's gonna be so. better than the fireworks of the Tigers game. <laughs> <I'm sure. laughs> Guarantee it was. Oh, it's a brilliant stadium. Like every everything about it, it's just spectacular. It's Probably. built for everyone. Yeah, um, I just I'm glad it's just bigger because um, mm. Subi was yeah. it made for not as uh, attractive footy. I thought. Yeah, I think so too. But um, anyway, I, and I think both West Australian teams will benefit from it um, oh, more as well because it's closer to the dimensions of all the other grounds. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not as unique, which is a disadvantage for home games, but an advantage for the rest of the season for them. Now, are they playing cricket there as well? No. Uh, yes, yes. They play the T Twenty there this year. Yeah, but they're not playing tests. It'll tests will be at the whack. I think so, but you know, I think it's they'll play um, like England and South Africa and India at the Wacker, and the other nations at. Uh, or, or the other way around sorry they'll play the other nations at the Wacker and the big ones at Optus I don't know but they, they right. still haven't sorted it out because if they think they right. can get a bigger crowd they'll go to the bigger stadium yeah yeah. I'm not sure how it's going it depends on sort of pitch we need I guess exactly <laughs> <laughs> um, alright so we'll move on to uh, Easter Sunday with uh, the Bulldogs and the Eagles um, were the Eagles good or were the Bulldogs just that disappointing oh, to me it's the Bulldogs yeah. I, I, I don't want to Join on the bandwagon of giving them a, a kicking, but yeah, um, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> they did not want to be out there. It, it does look tired, doesn't it? They're in all sorts. Like even people are saying, even the Bont, who's usually been a, such a consistent performer, yeah. he looked like he was struggling. No, well, it's motivation, or it's just you know see, lots of other things going on. I I'm of the opinion that that is just how he plays. Now yeah. he is very like laconic. People would say um, yeah. of his style, but. It can be late. It's laconic when they're winning, and it's lazy when they're losing. Yeah, well, Collingwood supporters effortless would. when they're winning. Yeah, <laughs> Collingwood supporters wouldn't say that. They wouldn't know what it meant. No, <laughs> um, but I mean, West Coast were great. I mean, uh, something else out of this game: all three marks of the week came from the one game. Yeah, um, really? I don't. That's probably happened before, but you know, yeah. I thought it was interesting. Um, and one of them wasn't very decent, but yeah, it must be a bit sort of thin round for quality marks. Yeah. Um, it's interesting this game when you look at the stats if you didn't see any of the kicks or the score it looks like it would have been an even game which really shows how much Western Bulldogs just fucked around when they had the ball nine goal 16 yeah so it just shows the lack of that's the thing that they've really prided themselves on something that helped them get to their premiership flag yeah. was their ability to use the ball well um, link up their hustle down the middle yeah and that's one thing that's sort of just gone away I don't know if there's a team dynamic in the rooms that's just not the same or obviously some players on the outer well, I think you know they're missing Travis Cloak Stringer's, <laughs> Stringer's gone now um, there's no more 16 year old girls turning up it's 18 months since their flag and they had uh, I think 11 um, of that uh, 22 out there yep. um, so that's still a decent amount turned around, um, yeah. but you know Boyd's playing in the VFL Mitch Wallace I don't think he was back for this one no he's in the VFL too um, Libertore's obviously done he's done for the yeah, season he's done another couple out Clay Smith I think um, but and I think I read that Jordan Roughhead's uh, got injured in this one oh, shit. Um, so yeah, you know, there, there's another one uh, that they've got to deal with so they are a bit of a revolving doors but yeah. it, it is a bit early to start calling for a premiership coach's head in round two oh, shit. Yeah, yes sure Especially when he's broken a 50-year drought. Yeah, yeah. Yep. He's, he's doing okay. They're not going to bother him, you know, for a, a couple of years, I don't think. I think Lin Jong's going to be pissed off. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> well, you had to look at what his alternative was. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but anyway. Um, but West Coast uh, coming along nicely. And, and Nick Nat um, doesn't look like he's lost anything. He, he, he'll, no. he'll get mark of the week. Yep. Um, but it's amazing to come back with that athleticism after an ACL. Yeah, mm. but I've always felt like he he would be. He's always seemed pretty resilient, but he's got so many aspects to his game that he's probably one of the few players that can play around injury a lot yeah. more than any other big man can. Yeah, um, and just being that athletic, you know, his body heals differently. Yeah, yeah. Um, perfect yeah. example is um, Segler did his knee in the exact same game. Yeah, he's not up, you know, for full training yet. Shit, Nat knew he's played two games in the AFL. Um, obviously, different people, different knees, but you know, it, it just uh, I thought that was interesting just yeah. to see how how good he's come back quickly um, alright we'll go on to one of the matches of the round uh, Sydney and Port Adelaide um, again another game of two halves because Port um, we look like they were just holding back the damn walls in the first half and then yeah. in the third quarter it just clicked for them it just worked 
Well, that's the always thing that everyone said about Port. It's when it does click for them, they're scary. Yeah. They're a real quick team, and it's very hard to um, peg that back. And it started with Boke. Yeah. You, mean, you mean minor premiers, Port Adelaide? That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not looking that silly now, is it? No, it's, no, it's looking fucking great. A lot of people put the Swans you know, in top two, um, and they've knocked the Swans off at home again. Yeah. So it, you might have regretted putting it in there, but it might turn out to be genius. And if you didn't put money on it, then that's the, that's the idiotic yeah, thing, isn't tell it? tell you, you've got to put up money on making a big call like that. You got it. I think I did. I just have to check my my well, one of one of my forty three uh, betting apps that I've now got from watching television. Yeah, and, blame someone else. <laughs> um, Buddy still kicked four, yeah. um, including a snap from fifty around the corner from fifty off two steps. I don't know if you even looked at the goals. As soon as it come off the boot, you could see it fly, and you go, "Yeah, yeah it's going in." Don't worry about it. To be fair, I feel he's like a home pitch in that CG. He just knows yeah. where the goals are. It probably well, that's, would. That's, that's just where he, where he spent most of his time. But yeah, another team ever from Port Adelaide. I mean, they don't. They've got a lot more sort of stars on their team, but they don't play. Uh, don't rely on a single star in yeah. order to get their wins. They need to have a world machine, um, which starts from running off that half back line. And yeah, obviously, <clears throat> I think Robbie Gray has come back and played some good footy. Yep. Um, hustled as well. Got ten tackles in there. So it's not just when they got the ball what they're doing. It's when they don't have the ball is always just as important. Mm. What's did fuck all? Yeah, but you're going to have those games. You didn't need to. They got yeah. more, they got good Motlop, um, which, you know, yeah. there's bad Motlop and good Motlop, and they've had mm. good Motlop so far. And Rockcliffe's been Rockcliffe. Um, although, how many touches did Rockcliffe get? I- I'm going to guess 23, 24. Uh, no, nine. Rockcliffe? Yeah. Yep. Oh, shit. All right. I'll, Fuck I'll, I'll off. Two tackles. Must have been the thing about last week. But I did say he wouldn't be getting his 35s that he's been averaging yeah, yeah, up at yeah. uh, Brisbane. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, there you go. I thought he had more than that. And that really just scares the rest before. of that top four about, you know, how is this all going to pan out? Because there's yeah. been some heavy casualties this, this weekend. Yeah. And mm. so puts it all up in the air going into the next few rounds. But geez, they've got some momentum, Port. Yeah. 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 But Port aren't a high possession team. Like, they tend to they, be very direct. Yep, and they move it very quick. Which uh, I like watching them. I think yeah. uh, they play that really nice uh, direct... Rather than flood and do the side pass handball, they just go long kick, long yeah. kick, long kick. Here's one for you. It's like the Lakers of the 80s. It's just all run and gun. Yeah. 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 Sure. Don't worry about setting it up. We'll, just, we'll get it down there quick and we'll go from there. Who would be the magic? Uh, you got to say... Uh, Probably Robbie Gray. Yeah, Gray. I'd say so. He, yeah. He's he's where it starts, or both. But yeah, Gray's got more flash. Yeah, is Dixon Jabbar? Well, I don't know. I, I haven't seen Jabbar drop marks, so <laughs> <laughs> uh, I haven't seen his sky hook yet. Is Ollie Wines worthy? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yep, I want to see how many more <laughs> players you can name. <laughs> Byron Russell was he back there? In that Byron time? Scott. Byron Scott. Sorry. Yeah, and Kurt Rambis. If you if you're going for a yeah. nerdy, so there's Jack Watts. <laughs> Isn't there a Larry? Or something. Yeah, Bird. Sure. He, he played yeah. for him. Yep. Larry, Perkins. Larry Nance. <laughs> um, yeah, the Swans, though, uh, one and one. But after going 0 and 6 last year, yeah. just like, yeah, whatever. It's not so bad. Uh, yeah. They know they'll turn it on. Well, that's it. Yeah. They've, they've shown, like, I mean, for having a crap first half of the season, now they can turn around. And they haven't had a crap start this season. They've played very competitively in both games, obviously, yep. you know, one and one. But, yeah. I still like to see them be able to put more of a fight in that last quarter at home against Port. They, they feel like they got smothered, and that's yeah. usually what they do to other teams. Yep. Do you think uh, they even had voting for goal around this week? Um, this week, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I know Buddy was was up there. I can't remember what the other ones were. Why? Who do you think has got it? Parker. Yeah, it was a week before. Oh, yeah. yeah. I meant goal of the year. Yeah. Where they just decided to put no, in the fucking racket the week before. It's the mulligan this week. <laughs> it was so good you get it two, two for you know, two for one. Um, all right, and then finally on to the last game, Easter Monday, um, Hawthorne and Geelong. It's exactly what you'd expect it to be. Yeah, except I didn't expect it to be this. <laughs> expected it to be a pretty one-sided affair, to be honest. Oh, Geelong were robbed. <laughs> I, I, I was going to the game just hoping, like, I hope the Hawks don't get flogged. Yeah. Yeah, I um, thought it would be, yeah. That's exactly what I thought most Hawks supporters would be going to the game thinking. I didn't imagine it would be as competitive for four quarters. Yeah. Yeah, be competitive. That's what we were hoping for. Yep. Uh, you know, we've still got some young lads that uh, need some game time in there. Yeah. Um, but even when they were blowing it out in the second quarter, you, you just always have that feeling like, all right, this, now Geelong will turn it around. They'll start to pick yeah, it up. Exactly. It didn't it, happen. 
Well, I mean, it did eventually. Well, it did, yeah, <laughs> but like, it wasn't an easy round, like, all right, now we'll try and we'll get the game. It was, it was still hard fought for them to claw their way back. Well, who was it that went out early? Burgoyne. Burgoyne. That uh, was a massive out. Set out you know, after the first quarter. And I think there was a uh, um, a player for Geelong as well, a, a first gamer, um, who got concussed in late in the first. I yeah, think. that's that's not as big of an out as Burgoyne. No, it's not. I'm just sort of saying yeah. the, the, old, the most experienced and the least experienced person on the ground yeah. um, both uh, left the game early. I think one of the most impressive people in the Geelong squad has been the youngster, Tim Kelly. Hasn't he? Who's two games mm-hmm. in, and if anywhere you think you're not going to be able to get much of the ball with players that the quality of players that Geelong have on the ground, but he's really just found his way around it. Um, no fear. Finds his own ball yeah. and, and well, makes good decisions. Getting yeah. Duncan back in is going to be hard. And he's a, he's a star. <laughs> That's it, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, when Duncan does come back in, you're not going, all right, you, you've had your two games, you're out. You go, well, you've earned yeah, your fucking yeah, spot. How's the back flank sound, champ? <laughs> yeah, you've you got to find him. Yeah. You've got to find somewhere for him. <laughs> Enjoy it back there, Duncan. <laughs> um, but the problem for Geelong is obviously in key backmen. Um, yeah. Because uh, when it came down to it, Ruffy was yeah. Hawks weren't delivering well into the forward line. They were bombing it long, and Ruffy mm. was outmarking Zach Guthrie. Yeah. Now you say, okay, they lost Mackey and they lost Lonergan um, to retirement. Then Harry Taylor and Lockie Henderson uh, are both injured. Yep. But you got to pick somebody else then, or you know, if you've lost you two yeah. two potential key backmen over the off season, yep. who are you replacing them with? That's I don't it. know. I don't know. We put someone like Blitzars on exactly. Yeah, had so to. I was thinking you had yeah. to switch Blitzars on there because also he can he can run as well, and you yep. got to pull Ruffy out of that forward line because yeah, he's going to be very very dangerous. Well, I think they did for a little bit, but not for much. Or well, not when it counted. You yeah. know, even though it was only a point um, that he kicked at yep. the end, um, it was still it was the winning point, wasn't it? So I almost mm. sacrificed Zach Tui and just tell him go down there, punch him in the ribs, <laughs> do <laughs> something. Like the ball champ. He still yeah, he did ball on the ball today actually. I think he got twenty kicks or something like that. So twenty, yeah, twenty kicks. Can't really complain with that. And you so, know, you know, all his kicks are too. They're they're running forward, yeah. sprinting ten meters, yeah. and booting at 40, 50, 60. But they lost, so he could have sacrificed ten of those kicks and gone and punched Ruffy in the guts. <laughs> he had some nice torps out of full back. Yeah, mm. yep. He he really uh, leaned into a few. Yep. Um, but I thought the, the where the game was really won was in the ruck, and McAvoy was dominant all day. Yeah, and I mean McAvoy, he's never been too as like. You know the best ruckman. He's a make do ruckman. Do what you work to do. And so to have that much success against that midfield, I thought you know obviously there's a lot of planning that's going to go into how they're actually going to get those clearances and yep. get that first use of the ball, and it's paid off. Well, you look at centre clearances. Tom Mitchell had more uh, as many as Ablett, Dangerwood, and uh, Selwood, uh, Dangerfield, and Selwood put together. Yeah, mm. and I mean Tom Mitchell still had another lazy forty touches, 40, two 40 goals. Touches, yeah, mm. uh, it's just it's ridiculous. I thought uh, this is the best I've seen O'Meara in uh, Hawks colours too. Uh, well, in Hawks colours, like, yeah. It's like the third to. time I've seen him in Hawks colours. I, I think literally his sixth game. I'm off memory, but yeah, it was. He was solid. But um, it, I'm, I'm going with uh, what a few others have said, that you know Tom Mitchell averaging 47 touches really says a lot more about the rest of the midfield. Yeah, yeah for sure. And it was a good outing from Jager, but what was he, 22 touches? Uh, it, uh, 21. 21, there you go. Um, and Liam Shields had 10 tackles or 13 tackles or something, which he always does. But yeah. um, you do need to spread it around a little bit more. Yeah. But w- what impressed me about Tom Mitchell was uh, I watched it more around the stoppages. Like all good um, midfielders, they get you know held at stoppages. Right. Happens yeah. to all yeah. of them. Um, the amount of work he puts in to get free is amazing. Right. And that's why he gets so many clearances. And then you know if he doesn't, somebody else gets it. You find out you know 10 seconds later, he's out on the wing all by himself. Yeah. Um, you go, well, who's running with him? Like, no one, because he's left them. Yeah, and, so yeah. the work's done at the stoppage. And he's off done his work, and off he's gone. And that's yeah. why he gets um, so many of those touches. I did not see him once do the, you know, somebody's taking a mark on half back and run around behind to get that little yep. dicky handball. Yep. Surely they're going to play a tag on him at some stage. Somebody's got to. Well, I mean, uh, Geelong don't have taggers because their <laughs> midfield's too crowded with midfielders. Exactly. He's got really good pummeling skills. That's why he gets free. Exactly, Maybe. yeah. He works hard because he's got to do it every week. Yeah. Speaking of Kim Busy, Jarman Impey. I thought he was. Uh, I've seen him be lazy yep. prior, but he was very, very busy this match. Um, it, I heard somebody on the radio was talking about it. Like um, they've said, mate, we've got a great midfield. You're going to get a run through there, um, and he's become that hard runner. Um, that mm. this is what you can do, and we need it. Yeah. Um, and he's doing great. Some of his passing too was immaculate. Mm. Yeah. And he was always an option up forward. Even when they didn't kick to him, he was able to draw the Geelong defence wide yep. so Roughhead had a run at it. Yeah, you've got to worry about him. Yep. Y- you do. A lot of criticism on Rioli as well for not doing a whole lot. But, I mean, the team won. And also, it was Poppy's, what, 150th game? 
Uh, yeah, I think it was. Something like that. I feel like Sirius went, oh, this is your chance, mate. You out there, take some hangers. But, yeah, pound for pound, that's about his 90th game. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, we have this uh, this discussion all the time with Rioli. And, like, um, it was the same last week, too. I mean, there was one stage of the game where he's had two touches, but he's caused three goals. Yeah. And yeah, no, like, drop him. <laughs> trade him. If he was on the open market, <laughs> I'll give you a tip. There'd be 17 teams trying <laughs> yeah. to grab him. Um, but uh, you know anyway that's what it does but the pressure of the game um, was amazing and that's you know one of the things that he does and, and Poppy as well yeah. they're such terriers um, but Geelong still had there was a couple of times uh, in the, the blitz halves when he ended up with a goal um, Geelong mm. moved it from goal square to goal square without one clean possession right. but they still got it there yeah. it's yep. just you know, it's not all luck you talk about Piopolo he has fantastic controlled aggression well, he's always angry yeah. always, always hungry for the ball but then you look at Sicily that's uncontrolled aggression. Yeah, it, you, I, I, I like how they you know they back him. We say we like when he plays close to the edge. And this isn't close to the edge. This is <laughs> no, clearly no, no, over no. it. Dropping knees into a Brownlow medal winner. Um, no, Selwood hasn't won one. No, he hasn't. Sorry, um, uh, maybe a gold medal for diving, but yeah. in, um, into an umpire's favourite. Yeah. Uh, very, very poor choice. Uh, I understand it. Uh, holding the man. That's all I've got to say. Yeah, I, understand, <laughs> I understand the sentiment. Don't get me wrong. Um, and let's face it, I'm just surprised Selwood didn't start bleeding as soon as he looked at him. <laughs> but you can't do that. And I think the one week is for, for stupidity as much yeah. as anything else. Hawthorne and King, they're so bad at getting suspended and not injuring people. Yeah. They yep. always do it. I mean, we, Well, to be fair, they do punch people in the face quite regularly. And don't they don't injure them. This is true. I, you, you see it all the time. If somebody gets a bump in the concussion, they're out of the game. If you're going to get reported, you're going to do a week out, at least make sure the other bloke feels it. That's what I think. They're the king of not doing enough. But yeah, with the Sicily one, it's a shame that that's taken so much focus of what was an absolute ripper of a game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when um, Selwood uh, grabbed him by the ankle and he fell forward, like, oh, fair enough, okay, you can't really control where you're falling. Yep. Then when you go back for a second one, <laughs> yep. you, you kind of lost the high ground, haven't you? Yeah, I, I think that's technically sexual assault. <laughs> uh, cut, the, cut the balls, that's all you're going to um, but anyway, it was a fantastic game. Um, and like we said... Good to see the rivalry still there too. Uh, yeah. Um, Kenneth's back. It, it, it's happen. Yeah. Even as a Hawthorne supporter watching, you're like, they're going to win this. Yes. Yeah. Just, that's going to happen again. Anyway. One thing I have noticed... get away with one. What about Hawthorne supporters? They all seem to give players their own unique nicknames. I don't mean unique for the player. I mean unique for that for particular themselves. supporter. <laughs> like, uh, Gunston was Tommy Gunn to the bloke down the front. Was and, he? Yeah. And then... Uh, Someone was uh, something Storm, and then there's uh, Sissy and Sicky and uh, Boot. I don't know why they're calling Sicily Boot, but they might have. He might have just had a lisp, <laughs> and you thought <laughs> it's a no, different this is, nickname. This is like three other people. Yeah, like three different. So I don't know. Maybe they had a creative writing session at Hawthorne. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. At least we call them by their right names. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? We're rid of those guys. <laughs> Unless <laughs> by the way, Lindsay Thomas kicked six goals in the sample. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Anyway. Uh. Um, all right, so let's have a quick look uh, to round three then. Um, we got the Friday night blockbuster of Carlton sitting 12th versus Collingwood sitting 16th. Yep. Like I said, if Carlton get over the line here... That really makes things ugly. Carlton 17th, aren't they? Yep. Oh, it just updated. I, <laughs> yep. swear, I swear to you. I looked at it and it says 16th and it just updated. Uh, I'm on Carlton because I think they can kick goals. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, I'm on the Collingwood wreck train. I want to see a ball of flames. So. Um, I think it's a great result that somebody loses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm going to be watching and for. I just want to see how much pressure sort of that whole let's get behind Buckley thing can withstand. Yeah. Like, you know, there's no use building a damn wall unless it gets tested. So yep. I want to see how much pressure they can actually withstand. Let's pump it on them. I, I want to see Kerno put in a full four-quarter effort and kick seven. Yeah. Imagine yeah. if you had this team on the field. Like, uh, you had you had Doherty in there. You had Cruiser in the middle. You had uh, Jared Pickett running around, Alex Savani, Daniel Wells around the midfield, Darcy Moore going up forward, Chris Main in there, Levi Greenwood around the middle, Tyson Gold second, Tim Broomhead. The team that's off is better than the two yeah. teams that are on. Wow. Pretty close to it. Jesus. Yeah. It's not a bad injury list there, but who are you picking? No, I'm, I'm on Carlton. I'm on Carlton, I, yeah. I think Carlton by um, a good four goals, because I think the scoreline's going to be uh, more about Carlton's accuracy. Yeah. So... Keep a Casbolt uh, back <laughs> I a little say, bit. You're him, relying on Carlton's accuracy. <laughs> let him sit at centre forward and say, look, mate, just uh, push it forward. But uh, if you think you're going to take shots from 38, buck off. Um, I'm actually going to tip Collingwood because I, I think that Grundy's going to have a day out 
Um, and yeah, if he's given it down to tough to cover him, yeah, yeah, to Trelaw and Pendlebury, um, I think they might have, have enough. And eventually, like, I think Collingwood have been more impressive in their losses than Carlton has. Carlton's got the burst, yeah. but Collingwood's got longer. They'll grind. Yeah. Uh, Port Adelaide are hosting the Lions. It could get nasty. Adelaide Oval. Uh, Port Adelaide are going to get, get a bit Port. Yeah. Minor premiers is just where they start to charge. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be a, happens. They're looking for percentage early on here. And then the match of the round, um, the streak. Where is the streak at the minute? 17? 17. Uh, Melbourne so, versus North Melbourne at the MCG. Yeah, so Stringer can't be involved with it anymore if it goes to 18. Um, but I've actually gotten a lot of value out of this. Yeah. <laughs> Old mate uh, Ricky, who's a staunch Melbourne supporter, who's, I've been getting stuck in him. He's all been week. on the podcast before from yeah. Sports Berserk. Yeah, um, I've been getting stuck in him a fair bit because I'm worried. I'm pretty confident this will be the last time I can, so I'm making it well worth it. <laughs> oh, you've got to appreciate for all the shit that Melbourne's been through in the last decade yeah. or, or so. Um, North Melbourne have gone, yeah, I don't care. This is all we got. We're, <laughs> we're fucking driving this one through. Well, it's the last. Uh, must-win game for yeah. North <laughs> after uh, Good Friday. You know we've we've got that. Uh, Banked somehow. Do you play them in Hobart later in the year? No, you, I only play them once. You only play them once. Oh, Jesus Christ! If they get up, if North get up, you pack it in. You're done. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're yeah. we're just heading home, looking at the draft on the way. You know, just uh, checking <laughs> out. Um, oh, there's there's been tons of banter about it. The other thing I did find too, they're so desperate to uh, get over North, they've started to emulate North, and uh, <laughs> they've decided to get rid of pokies. <laughs> Uh, love it. So yeah, they, they're going. Yeah, right hand pokies. We're fucking. We're really serious about this shit now. <laughs> As if there was any other better sign that Joseph Kudnick wasn't looking after. Who <laughs> filed with bankruptcy, by the way? But no, no. <coughs> uh, it's not real bankruptcy. So yeah, exactly. Uh, Melbourne North. Yeah, uh, uh, I think I'm. Yeah. Oh, fuck it. Let's get on the North train. Why not? I want to talk myself out of North. <laughs> my my unsurmountable un- optimism Look, just thinks we could get it. There is nothing wrong with being biased as long as you're honest. That's yeah. all I say. So be biased. Go for it. Well, I'm trying to I'm trying to convince myself of it. And I'm looking at it just going, yeah, you know, well, Ben Brown will kick a few. That's Benny fine. Benny Brown can have a day out. And then yeah. I'm like, we've got a back line that's actually in good form with Tarrant. Thompson had a great, hey, uh, a great match. Tarrant versus Jesse Hogan. Jesse Hogan kicked six, I think, uh, this last sounds week. sounds like the same way you play 500. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> last My partners take four tricks. Yeah, I've got a, seven spades. It'll definitely get up there. I mean, I'm looking on the, um, I think too, I'm looking on the uh, the app and apparently there's three Ben Browns playing. So <laughs> we're, we're looking damn good. Um, you know what? The weird thing is, um, for the first time in a long time, the ruck could be where North is vulnerable. Yeah. Um, yep. Bruce may come back in, but Gorn could get off the chain. Uh, the, oh, actually, the other concern I have about this is that uh, the, the top story in um, North's AFL corner is how good Majak Door was in the back line Ooh, <laughs> oh, wow. in a oh, VFL practice I match. I did oh, hear this. Wow. It's his best VFL game ever. And look, it probably is. Jesus. Let's, uh, there's only two ways that this can go. Either he did have a spectacular game and it's a revolution Liam Jones level yep. and he comes in very quickly or they're talking him up to try and get his value up to the end of the yeah. season. <laughs> I don't, yeah, good I mean, luck. If he kicked 15 in the back line, then I'd be impressed. <laughs> like, yeah, fair enough. It is VFL. Let's... I mean, and it's a practice match. I've always said that, you know, JLT series means nothing. Practice games mean nothing. But VFL practice games mean even less. Yep. Yep. But anyway, who knows? You're right. He could come in and be be a star. But having said that, I'm, I don't want to look at moving Robbie Tarrant out. Vickers Willis has had a good match. Um, Thompson, yep. like next year, Thompson's probably going to be done. Yep. So, look, have a crack. You're going to be 29 by then. Uh, he'll be the one person to have long service leave with a, yep. playing less than 10 matches. But... <laughs> Um, um, I think the D's will still win, but you could see it getting to their head. That yeah. the, the hoodoo is there, um, and, and they might uh, they might choke late. You just want to see a nice crowd there. Yeah. Um, Suns <laughs> are travelling over to Optus Stadium to play Frio, like we said, but they're staying over there for the week as well. This yep. is actually going to be an all right game, I think. Yes, yeah, I think like they match up very we well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I do. I think they match up match up well as well. Um, this, this whole Suns on the Road thing could turn out to be a bit of a blessing in disguise where they actually gets their culture back together. And, could be. Uh, could be the thing that really turns them around as a club. But they're playing attractive footy. I mean, yeah. they haven't mm-hmm. I mean, extended themselves beyond yep. you know, some, some lowly teams, but um, this is a good chance for them to win a, a big away win. Yeah, well, I think they're trying to... I think uh, Freo are trying to be the flat-track flat bullies because both hills are out. Um, uh, no, I think Stephen's coming back oh, in. He's come back in, is he? He will come back in, but uh, Brad Hill's definitely out for a couple of weeks. Yeah, I... I 
I still think they're going to lack a bit of pace. Um, so I'm actually jumping on Suns. I think they'll get this. Yeah, well, I think the Suns are a good chance too. And they'll maybe by the end of the round be top two. Yeah, 3-0. and oh. Yeah, I think I'm going to jump on the Dockers. I think it's just on, based on last week's performance, it's hard to go against them, against a side like Essendon. Um, but I haven't been really... I haven't really liked the Dockers that much, to be honest, but it seems like this may be where they turn their... their turn, turn in form. Yeah. Um, here's a cracker of a game, the, the Sydney Derby. Um, Sydney and GWS. Um, you get the uh, where is it? This is at uh, at the SCG. Um, Franklin's gonna there's gonna be a lot of weight on his shoulders as there always is. Yeah. Um, but Phil Davis, uh, Buddy Franklin is a great matchup. It is. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> also, that midfield battle is going to be awesome. Yeah. Um, they've got now GWS mm. have cleared out a lot of their yeah <laughs> their and midfield lost talent. Lost Tom Scully as well. Yeah. That hurts. So their depth is going to be tested now because they keep giving midfielders away to all the other clubs. Yeah, but you just like to see Toby Green come out there and really stick it to him. You know, get on the front foot. If, if he comes Swing in, few. they're a two goal side, a two yeah. goal better side. Yep. Um, he was he was a laid out um, this week, so if he comes back in, there's an all Australian half forward um, to go up against someone like uh, Nick Smith or, or Dane Rampey. You know, yeah. that makes for a great uh, great evening as well. So I think this is going to be one of the the best. Um, what do they call it? Battle of the Bridge Battle or Battle of the Bridge? Or yeah, that's that's that that's that name. Um, It'd be one of the best uh, rivalry games for him, I yep. think. Um, and really hard to tip. Yeah. But I'm going to go Sydney. Yeah, I think I'm on Sydney as well. I think it'll be a close one. This will be a seesaw match, but I think Sydney will get over the line. I think if Green's fit, I'm GWS. But um, I won't hedge, I'll just GWS it. Uh, Saints are hosting the Crows at Etihad. Ouch. <laughs> That's what you want. Um, coming off your, your worst game you've played in yep. God knows how long. Um, to front up against last year's minor premiers. God, I'd love to see him win. I'd love to see him <laughs> oh, win. that'd be terrible, wouldn't it? I can't well, tip it, but fuck, I'd love it. In in defence, if you're looking for a reason to go for it, uh, both Crouches are going to be out. Uh, Sloan's out. Uh, Lynch is probably going to be gone. Um, you reckon Sloan's out? Apparently. Yeah, well, I reckon he'll come back. I reckon he'll well, play. I reckon if you were playing St Kilda, you're going to put him on ice. Because if you're uh, you know coaching Adelaide, you think, look, I'm, I'm not going to risk... One of our best players, if not the best player. I reckon Adelaide are going to force-feed Eddie Betts. Um, and that's why I put him down for five. <laughs> They're going to turn him into Pate. I think Gibbs could get 50 touches with all that rest of the talent out. And, uh, yeah, Eddie Betts might outscore what uh, St. Kilda kicked last week. Yeah, I, I, if uh, they couldn't hold Ben Brown, they definitely can't hold no. Jenkins and Walker. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Something desperate's got to change. Mm. Well, I, I'm just saying kick to your team I think that's a good place to start good, good place to start um, and forward 50 entries will be what they'll look to improve because it can only improve yeah you can't get worse it literally can't um, on to Sunday we've got the Tigers and the Hawks at the MCG Tigers have had the wood over the Hawks the last couple of years they have um, they haven't had a confident start of the season though I mean they weren't that confident looking against uh, Carlton in round one and obviously you had that loss against the Crows so with Hawks hitting a bit of form against Geelong this this is really probably going to be a much better game than we would would have thought uh, Usually, yeah. the season uh, how much long are you expecting Rioli out for? he, he played the last round two weeks four, oh I Daniel think. Rioli yeah, sorry around, I think it was around yeah, four yeah, or around Daniel. six yeah, yeah a, a while yeah. yeah he's just started training again too yeah, um, so still a bit Caddy out hurts. Um, yeah, it does. But, He's always been an easy goal kicker. Um, but uh, Sicily probably would have played on him. Yeah. So the, yeah. The, there's your, what do you call it? It's in politics, pair. your, your pairs or your pair. twins. So uh, there's your pairs. But uh, Burgoyne out hurts. And I That's think, the massive one. Yeah, I think the mm. weight of um, possession in... Sorry, the, the number of forward 50s from Richmond is really what's going to get him over the line on this one. And with no Frawley mm. there to um, shoulder to shoulder. He, yeah, he may come back. But it, uh, you don't know. He was a laid out this I, week. I don't so. think it's a good matchup for Revolt anyway. Probably not. I think Revolt's a bit too mobile. Yeah. Um, mind you, Revolt misses the first one. All of a sudden, he's have a shit game. Um, they're going to send Daniel Howe um, to Dusty Martin. It's not whether you can stop him. You just want to maybe he only kicks three goals instead of five. Yeah, just stop him setting up the the loose running play as well. Because a lot of time he gets that hand pass and he's very quick. Him and Edwards are the ones that sort of yeah. have the quick hand pass and off they go. Do you reckon he's just spending all his time how to fend off don't argues? Um, he's spend a fair bit of, bit of time to, to figure it out. I'm sure he gets a plenty of attention off the field. Teach, teach him an arm drag and you'll say. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ruffy, like we said, um, took Sam Guthrie to task last week. bit harder with against Rance, I think. Yeah, so. I still think that's a good matchup though, because Ruffy does have a lot better leap than Rance, but Rance is a lot more mobile and reads the ball yeah. brilliantly. And I, I, he's got I, better players around him to help him out. Yeah, yeah. He'll drop in front. Uh, is Bash is back, isn't he? Yep. 
he yeah. played last week. So yeah, um, I, I think he's going to have a massive impact because his ability to run off the back line. Um, I can't see them curtailing it. Yeah. Like I, said, I think it's just going to be weight of possession. He's going to mm. win it for Richmond, and they'll do it comfortably. Uh, Bulldogs and Essendon at Etihad Stadium. Jeez, uh, Bulldogs really need to bounce back. Yep. You, you um, can't see Bulldogs. You can't, can you? Can't, no. Um, or they, you can hope that they get there and they get excited for this one because it's their first return uh, match against Stringer. Yeah, that's true. You Maybe know, that gets them up. There's a lot I mean, of people there who aren't happy with him. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot not to be happy about at Western yeah. Bulldogs at the moment. So, yeah, anything, you're looking for anything as a sign just to really bear Something them like that together. can focus them yeah. and give them a, a meaning. Try and a few Bello. But all the blokes that could give them a touch-up are out. Like, you got Libertori out, Marcus <laughs> Adams. Yeah. Clay Smith would have given one. out. Uh, Pickin, he's gone. <laughs> He'll have a headbutt. Uh, yeah. That'll do his concussion, no, no harm. Yeah, exactly. But um, I, I, I don't want to tip... The Bulldogs, but I'm tipping against. I tip Essendon, but I'm tipping against the Bulldogs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly what I was saying. You're not tipping for Essendon. You're tipping against the Bulldogs at the minute, mm. and because they're giving you no reason to tip them. Yeah, and this could be which means where, they could probably win it. This yeah. could be one where Danaher looks good. Yeah, because yeah. they've got a backman that can stop him. They, no. they certainly don't, and they definitely don't have anyone that's going to be able to stop. Um, uh, fucking midfield. Heppel? Heppel. Yeah. Mm. Um, especially if Jordan Ruffhead uh, ends up uh, out as well. Um, and finally, the Eagles and the Cats um, at uh, Optus Stadium. Um, Eagles finally got their buoyed up uh, win uh, last yeah. week, but they haven't won at home yet. This is a good good chance to do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going for the curse. I'm going for Eagles just not to win at home all not season. Not win at home all season. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fantastic. To say. I'm all about the streaks that I'm doing. Yeah, bring it down. So yeah, I think Geelong is going to get the line this one. Um, I can't see them, you know, coming across there and putting a uh, Kennedy still out. Effort. Kennedy's out for another month. Yeah, um, yeah. That, that's, you know, a five-goal better side right there. Yeah, of course. Um, if Duncan's back in, I reckon not just Geelong, but Geelong by a bit. Um, Nick Nat will have a lot to say. Like we said, if um, yeah, uh, Ben McAvoy was able to dominate them um, yep. this week, Nick Nat's another step up. However, surely Geelong will think, okay, this yeah. is what happened. We've got to work around it. You'd now. assume that just, that's this week's practice. You make more of a plan for Nick Natanui than you do for mm, yeah. Ben McAvoy. Well, yeah. if, if Duncan's back, you've got five top-quality midfielders. Yeah. Surely you can shark a couple. Who's the fifth? Kelly. Uh, Kelly, Kelly Duncan. Uh, yeah. well, I'd say hey, four, I'm, four I'm on, top-quality. I'm on form. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. He's done all right. Um, so is that uh, three Geelongs? Yep. Yep. Yeah, all right. All right, that'll do us for uh, round two, uh, yep. round three preview. Yeah. Have fun. Peace. Peace. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.